Hi there, everyone. A year has ended, and with it, episode 15 of Did That Make Air. Hi, I'm Brian Wilmer, joined by Ed Barnes, and uh, yeah, it's it's been a day. We'll just say that. I'd say a day of technical difficulties that just <laughs> makes you want to leave the year on the note of... <laughs> yeah, it's it's perfect... It's the exact right way to end the year with something breaking right right before we go to do this damn thing. Something has to break in order to uh, you know top off the year the right way. That's the thing, though, is the expectation is with your life that you're going to be able to accomplish so much more on a daily basis and be so much more productive, at least in certain ways, because of computers and smartphones and all those types of things. But when they don't work, oh, <laughs> like we are, are we just not thrown into a tailspin now? By the way, speaking of computers, I had the chance to actually uh, test slash use slash evaluate a Chromebook. If you were looking mm-hmm. for a computer, that is the way to go. The Chromebook is so damn nice, especially when you're used to dealing with Windows machines. Well, I mean, you know, affordable. That's another thing it has going for it. Got to like yeah. the price tag, tag, price tab, whatever. <laughs> the price tag, tab, yeah. tag, something. You know, the thing with the three <laughs> letters that goes after price. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Strong start <laughs> by me right there. Yeah, you're uh, you're out of the gate nicely. Absolutely. Yeah. It's all this feeling of an Olympic sprinter that takes two steps away from the blocks and just topples over. <laughs> it's like Danica Patrick in the first lap. Oh, man. Uh, all right. Well, there yeah. we go. If you uh, if you want to contact the program, it's simple to do. At Did That Make Air on Twitter. Also, you can email us, dtmapodcast at gmail.com. Again, that is dtmapodcast at gmail.com. We were going to have a big question this week, but frankly, uh, I don't really have the interest in it. Uh, it's the end of the year, and we should be talking about silly things, not serious things. So this is pretty much going to be an all-silly program. I'll just warn you about that now. I, I just would like to mention that if you represent Danica Patrick in any way, that was Brian Wilmer that had the comments <laughs> about her. Oh, we love her. Kind of. Texting and driving. <laughs> Whatever it is that she does so well. Sends you to a website for extra footage that no one watches. Drives you drives with a left turn signal at 200 miles an hour. Right. And is, you know, hosts the Country Music Awards. Again, <laughs> I, I don't, I, I have just, I don't know what to say about that. Other yeah. than why. We, uh, we might talk about that later. Uh, by the way, before we get too serious, uh, I think you had some personal news that you wanted to share on the program. Well, you know, uh, as if there isn't enough going on for people at this time of year, I actually am engaged now, um, which is very exciting news. Um, nice. Obviously. Congratulations. I'm excited about it. That thank you. If I wasn't excited about it, that would be uh, that would be a concern. I think. <laughs> so yes, I am definitely excited about it, and. Um, don't have a date set as of right now, which is the logical next question, which I always find an odd one. Um, you know, I mean, for, for most of us, it's enough to get up the, the nerve to ask, uh, let alone try to figure out like, oh, you know, well, before I ask, let me just figure out when we're going to go ahead and do this thing before I'm sure she's saying yes. Well, you know? at, at least you didn't get the question. So she pregnant? Uh, no, I did not. I, I don't think I got that from anyone. And if I did, it was, it was, you know, very obviously a joke. Um, so that was good. Uh, but at the same time, you know, the, the, there, we, we've kind of touched on this before, but it's always interesting how there, they seem to be these very personal, socially acceptable questions to ask. And you kind of learn which one is the next one applicable to your life. 
Um, usually if you've been together for a fairly significant period of time, whatever that might be to you, um, and that, and I truly mean that, you know, for some people it was after a year, for other people it was after two years that we had been together, um, that I would get the question, when are you guys, you know, getting engaged? And then the next question after that, I'm sure, is when are you getting married? And then the next question after marriage is probably something about when are you going to have kids? Yeah, actually, I, I make the pregnant joke kind of half-heartedly because a friend of mine actually got married, I believe, in 2007 or eight or something like that. And it was kind of sudden. And, of course, there was the, you know, the are you pregnant questions and everything else. And she's just like, no, 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 no way. There's no way in the world I'm pregnant. Except she was pregnant. Eight and a half months after they got married, no. she gave birth to a kid. <laughs> okay. That's, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's timing right there, folks. Yeah. Uh, of course, from me and from the program and from everybody who listens, congratulations to you. And uh, we'll, we'll try and honor your soon-to-be union on this uh, week's program with some stories about great parents and great uh, spouses and great everything else like we always do. Just people from Florida. <laughs> Speaking of people from Florida, yeah. Yeah. um, Let's go ahead and lead with people from Florida because we haven't really given them the time they need on this program. So we're going to lead with the Florida Derp tonight. We're going to switch things up a little bit. I I was over at um, the house of a a couple uh, that are a friend of ours. We're celebrating the engagement a little bit at their place, and both of them went to the University of Florida. And I mentioned (laughs) that I followed Florida Man on Twitter, uh, and um, immediately the husband was like, yeah, love that one. That's I, I saw plenty of those people. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen plenty of those people, and I've all, I've, all I've done is visited. So <laughs> I've seen plenty of them too. Yeah, it's not hard to spot. You know, you, see, you end up seeing some weird things every time I was in Florida. I'd see something that was a little odd. So uh, we'll start, and I'm I'm kind of hesitant to start with this story, but so be it. I'll uh, I'll warn you ahead of time. This is one of those where it's not really a happy ending. Oh, it's, great! Nobody died or anything. I don't think. But a uh, is this because you're bitter about the technical difficulties still? Probably. But okay. l- let me just say that it's really bad when on this program we use as a barometer that nobody died before we <laughs> read a story. That's true. That that is not a good. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> somebody got slapped down the steps and run over with a car, but they didn't die out of it. Someone got stabbed with a steak knife over a Madden game, but, you know, whatever. And I think that was an actual story. Um, I just, you know, it just – and if it wasn't, it just seems like it was. Yeah, you'll have to find that on the Google machine while I read sure. this. Uh, a homeless man who describes himself as a visionary entrepreneur and was once considered a commercial space pioneer is accused of setting fire to an Orlando church. Oh, good. Do I need to read that again so you can catch all the uh, all the different nuances of that? Yes, please. A homeless man who describes himself as a visionary entrepreneur and was once considered a commercial space pioneer is accused of setting fire to a downtown Orlando church. Now, I'm really glad that you read that again because, (laughs) honestly, you cut out a little bit while you were reading that to me, so I didn't catch all of it the first time. But he's a former space pioneer, Yes, if I heard you correctly, who is currently homeless. Yes. And now an entrepreneur who is homeless. Yes. So he has not able been able to entrepreneur himself up a home, but his business is entrepreneur. Okay. All right. We've uh, got all that. <laughs> Orlando he decided to burn down a church. Yeah. Uh, Orlando okay. police said Drazen Primate, 57, uh, the same first name as Drazen Petrovich, RIP, 
started a fire at the H2O Church on West Livingston Street because he was, quote, tired of the mosquitoes, unquote. <laughs> so the answer is to burn down church. <laughs> I'm tired of these mother mosquitoes in this mother church. It's an interesting. Uh, it's an interesting strategy. We'll see how it works out for him, Cotton. It's <laughs> just just an observation. If you don't like mosquitoes, why the hell do you live in Florida or not live in Florida? Uh, you know that seems like a perfectly legitimate question. I, I. I feel like sometimes we all have this feeling that we are tied to where we are at a given time when, yeah. you know, it's really – I mean, sure, there are plenty of parts of it that are a pain in the backside about moving within a city, let alone to a different city. But at the same time, it, it's not an impossible thing. People do it all the time. But I feel like a lot of us really have this – you know, we have this strong – like, oh, well, I don't really want to move. I'm comfortable here. Well, if you hate mosquitoes, wouldn't you be more comfortable somewhere else? Yeah, you'd figure you could catch the mega bus to Bismarck or wherever it is instead Something. of uh, you know complaining about the mosquitoes in Florida and then burning things down because of it. Yeah, well, that, I mean that that is an option. And by the way, I did find a story about a 13-year-old in Pennsylvania boy who was stabbed, who stabbed his brother uh, with a steak knife after the 16-year-old refused to turn over a video game controller. I remember that actually. I think we had that on the sports show at one point. Yeah, so that that really does happen, which is. Uh, <laughs> really scary um that i remember that let alone that it happens uh let's let's see what this guy's story is uh, a man Please. at the church saturday afternoon saw primate add wood to a fire which then grew out of control according to an arrest report released monday there was substantial damage to, to the rear of the building primate told authorities he started the fire because of bug bites okay so was he starting a separate fire and the church <laughs> caught fire or was he burning a fire to start so the church would catch fire? Uh, that I'm not sure. It doesn't bother to tell me. Um, Seems an important <laughs> distinction. Yeah. Uh, he was arrested on an arson charge. The property manager told police he let Pramate stay in the area for a few weeks to aid him, and before that helped him get into a local homeless shelter. Uh, Pramate is a Croatian native. He told the Orlando Sentinel that in 1986 he earned a master's degree in space technology from the Florida Institute of Technology, and had been struggling to get his ideas into orbit ever since. See what they oh, did there? Oh, wow. That is uh. a self-five moment for the writer. <laughs> Sitting at his desk, yeah! <laughs> Dude, that's that's a fist pump right there. You just you get the whole Tiger Woods thing after you get Absolutely. that. Yes! Um, let's see. At the time of the interview, Pramate and an associate ran International Space Corp. in Melbourne, Florida, which won a joint endeavor agreement from NASA to fly experimental crystal-growing furnaces on six to eight shuttle voyages at the time the agreement was one of only nine NASA issued. Now, this is the funnier part. This guy's homeless, but his LinkedIn page said NASA canceled the project after the, after the 1986 shuttle Challenger accident. Now, is this when you know that LinkedIn has jumped the shark when a homeless guy has a LinkedIn page? That might be a sign. I, I think so. I think that would be a good way to gauge it, actually, Brian. <laughs> the, the thing that, that I, I wanted to go back to, because sometimes I have a hard time wrapping my head around some of the things that I hear, but sometimes it's for different reasons. <laughs> what I wanted to go back to was that he had a contract to launch crystal-growing furnaces? Yes. Okay. Crystal-growing right. furnaces. Right. Okay. All right. That sounds... uh. Sounds uh, really improbable. <laughs> I, I'm surprised, not surprised that didn't work out. I, but I don't really know. I don't really know how that. 
not an expert in the space field. Oh, boy. Um. <laughs> I just feel like if I could get something approved by the government, it would be a really good thing for my financial well-being the rest of my life. Yeah, most of us are trying to, you know, worry about getting our taxes approved, and then this guy's getting some kind of space program approved that yeah. much went up in smoke. Exactly. Uh, you know, nothing quite tells the holiday spirit quite like uh, bussing one off in a grocery store. Well, you know, I mean, there are plenty of apple pies around. Uh, Dateline Fort Myers Beach. A 75 or sorry, 76 year old man was arrested for allegedly masturbating outside of a Fort Myers Beach grocery store in plain sight of passersby on Friday afternoon. Well, I mean, maybe in that particular store it was tough for him to sneak a magazine into the can with him or something, (laughs) and he needed something to look at. The uh, the Lee County Sheriff's Office received a call to, in, in reference to an elderly man touching himself next to a burgundy van in the Winn-Dixie Plaza located at 17105 San Carlos Boulevard. Okay, if you ever wondered where rock bottom is, it's when you're 76 years old and somebody calls the police because they catch you beating off next to a burgundy van in a grocery store parking lot. That's not a, that's not a good incident. <laughs> uh, I'm, I, I'm guessing that there might have been a little bit of... Uh... I don't, I don't know if, ever, if this, this gentleman might might be all with us still. Uh, a responding deputy witnessed a man that matched the description later identified as Francis Bianco with his genitals out of his pants in plain view of the Lee Tran bus stop urinating on the ground, according to reports. Uh, <laughs> you know, here's the thing, and I wanted to – I've wondered this before, and we've never quite gotten back to it. Right. In these stories that involve a man exposing himself – um, inevitably, they seem to still find the man doing it, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they usually are there, and he is still just, like, going about his business. Um, why would you still need a description? Just look for the guy with his hog out probably would be <laughs> enough of an instruction to find the guy, right? I mean, oh, and, and my dad brings up a horrible point, too. jerking it by the burgundy van. Look for him. <laughs> My dad I don't brings think up a good point. There's going to be like several people. <laughs> the uh, the slogan for Win Dixie is the beef people, so that makes it even worse. See, that's the good regional knowledge I don't have. <laughs> that's why you need to rely on us here in South. Yep, uh, you don't have Win Dixie out here in California. Uh, Bianco relocated his van to the north side of the building when the responding deputy arrived. Bianco told the deputy he was urinating. Of course, he was. The uh, deputy asked him why he didn't go to one of the two open restaurants across, across the parking lot or behind the building to urinate. Bianco had no answer, according to reports. <laughs> hey, uh, sir, why were you, uh, you know, why were you pacing in the parking lot instead of going to a restaurant? I, I don't know. I-, I ain't got no answer for you. Just chugging along here in life. Just one day, <laughs> one next day down. It's really that's my slogan. Don't really know why I'm doing anything. <laughs> now I have the Jack and It San Diego song stuck in my head. Uh, the call was dispatched at 12.26 p.m. Good, another good look for him. And the, uh, the deputy didn't arrive to the scene until 12.32 p.m. The deputy told Bianco that that was a lot of time for him to have his genitals out of his pants if he was just urinating. <laughs> Bianco had no answer for that either. You know, these are really good <laughs> penetrating questions. Um, so, Penet- wait, 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 penetrating questions? Oh, 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 oh. I, yeah, I really wasn't actually going that way with that, but, um, you know. 
I'm glad you could. <laughs> um, that, this might make up for, you know, all of my terrible one-liners later. But um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, this is just a, a kind of amazing. I love. Hey, why are you? Do, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Bianca was placed under arrest for loitering and prowling and indecent exposure. He was booked into the Lee County Jail. You know, I always thought that that would be uh, an interest. I mean, you know, there are certain charges that, I, you know, it's still not ever good to get arrested, obviously. But there are certain charges that people are charged with that sound a lot better than others. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I, I just think it would be interesting to be like, well, I was arrested. What were you arrested for? Prowling. What? What does that even mean? Like, but the, the, of course, the best one was the one uh, where I sent it to you a couple years ago, where a couple uh, uh, big name soccer players were charged with uh, in this prostitution scandal, and one of the people uh, mentioned in the copy was charged with aggravated pimping. <laughs> Remember that one? Yes, yes, I do. It's pimp so hard. It's aggravated pimping. <laughs> It's hard out here for an aggravated pimp. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just so stressed out. Um, Pimping. Uh, By the way, uh, speaking of uh, pimping, there's a a story related to pimping. Uh, Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) That good, huh? Dean Moreau is a businessman in Florida City, Florida. He runs a Sonny's Real Pit Barbecue there and is a proud member of the Cutler Bay Business Association. On the side, he's also a managing member of Monger Network, one of the world's premier websites for reviewing prostitutes. <laughs> Can you imagine? I don't know why I'm so surprised that this, such a site exists. Um, yeah, I, I really am. It, it caught me off guard. Like I was like, really? There's a site for reviewing prostitutes? But it's the internet. I, everything <laughs> is out there. Stuff I could never think of exists. <laughs> and it's just not been, you know, moved into my world. Uh, of course, there is one of these. There must be. <laughs> <You know. laughs> Yet here I am. I'm just like, yeah, there's probably not a website out there where you can find prostitute reviews. <laughs> oh, of course there is. What am I thinking? <laughs> yeah, we like to call ourselves the trip advisor for whores. <laughs> well, you know, that might be a really useful website for some people because, I, I mean, when we went to Bali, Trip and, TripAdvisor was actually just – I mean, it was very helpful. Yeah, but you weren't looking for uh, for horrors on, on – No, I wasn't looking for it, but I'm saying – but if it really – if it is the TripAdvisor for whores, then it might be a really helpful site if you need a whore because I'm saying TripAdvisor is a fantastic website, I believe. Uh, reached by phone, Moreau initially described his side business, Gringo Travel LLC, as an informational website that sells travel discounts. But when asked about Monger Network specifically, he paused, quote, I mean, look at the site. It's about mongering, unquote, before adding that all of his mail is delivered to the Sonny's Barbecue Restaurant and, he, and that he's just processing the money for a friend who lives in another country. Of course oh, he is. Why wouldn't he be? <laughs> uh Moreau's friend Jonesy hides behind an internet avatar, don't we all, and uh, never publishes under his real name, the resident of Columbia, of course, calls himself an internet marketer and is responsible for the content of the site. (laughs) How do you have your name put on this, sir? (laughs) I'm Jonesy. If Jonesy 
no, no. <laughs> if Jonesy can successfully stay under a web alias, why does our you know protagonist in this new story? Why does he use his real identity? Does that make his horror views more realistic? <laughs> well, we all know that if you're, if you're going to bash things on the internet, you have to do it behind an anonymous handle. That's how that works. Right. No, I'm just so I'm just saying that it, I find it an odd choice by him to put his name out there with this site where no one else will. You see my point? Uh, after Moreau manually processes the cash, a new member of the site, after paying $40, can click through message boards that praise third world prostitutes willing to give hummers without condoms and shame those considered to be bad or lazy performers. Well, um, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, is this like how Justin Bieber's people found the, the, the girl that he ended up with in Brazil a few months ago? I mean, did they or did they just sort of like take their chances or it's, it's I don't like know. A... It's like it's, it's like do they have a Yelp app for your phone kind of thing where you can type in a name? Um, although that would probably get confusing because I just would think that the number of girls named like, you know, Destiny or something would probably not really help you narrow it down. Um, it's, uh, I, I have to ask, is this where Scotty met up with Mike and became pen pals with Mike and Eurotrip? Um, quite possibly. I mean, <laughs> it has to an be interesting place. They said it was through, you know, German class, but my high school <laughs> offers German anyway. I mean, that movie was <laughs> a bunch of BS. Male mother. Anyway. Uh, he uh, he registered the domain for nine dollars. Mm. Um, now this is what really trips me out. Boards promoting sex tourism have existed since at least 1994, but what separates Monger Network from others is its nude images. Well, I mean, important to have advantages over the competition. This is a pretty clear one. Jeez. Folks, uh, would, we're what? Would, would you, Go ahead. Hey, why would anyone expect just to have it together for the year-end show? This yeah. is the time that everyone has gone to their office party and got three too many drinks into it. So, you know, just relax. Yeah, we're, what, 20 minutes into we'll this? We'll have it We've together. Already... <laughs> We've put it into the wall in turn three already. We're 20 minutes yeah. into this. Well, you know, at least we made it to turn three this time. Uh, <laughs> so the thing is, is, is... I mean, come on, though. If you're if you're searching for something like this, I would think you would like to see the the merchandise. You're just being a good shopper. <laughs> oh, the, the question I have is: <laughs> Do you have like you know like an Amazon wish list style thing on that site? Man, that would be interesting. I mean, because if you set that up, I don't know. I mean, that could be your own thing. But if it were a wish list style, that would be implying that people could buy you horse. Oh, oh, God. I'd love to be with this girl. She's on my wish list. Thank you for purchasing her for me. Well, I mean, porn stars already have wish lists and stuff. It's the next logical progression. That's just one that I couldn't understand any less. <laughs> hey, here's a woman who has sex for money as a living. On film, no less. Yes. Okay. She's got a wish list on Amazon? I sure think she's pretty. I'm going to go buy her a dress. Huh? What? I, I'm so confused by that. Well, as with always, the best part of this story, as with any story, is the comments that came after said story. Uh, someone says, 
Good job with probably getting him fired. You guys have gone from a ragtag group of crappy, and I had to edit that, journalists to being assholes. Um, does he list his monger network username uh, or handle in that <laughs> comment? Or Well, uh, he, he goes by Harry the Handyman, so uh, chances are that's his monger username. Wow. Um, <laughs> you think his name's really Harry? Uh, probably not. Okay, I don't think so. Nobody on the internet uses their real name. You're not Ed. I'm not Brian. And... Right. Yes. Uh, another commenter says, what a farce. Here's a publication who happily accept, accepts money from advertisers of escort services and shady massage parlors, and they're trying to make a mountain out of someone accepting mail for a friend. Sounds like the pot calling the kettle black. I don't see the connection between Sonny's and the website, which you've just sensationalized. Congratulations. It's a stretch to put Sonny's barbecue and prostitution together. Barbecue and horrors. It's two great things. Uh, hope you're Y-O-U apostrophe E proud of needlessly causing someone to loose L-O-O-S-E their job and trashing a fine, reputable, well-known chain. Does Sonny's not advertise with you? Is that what this is all about? Sounds like bad reporting to me. Sonny's doesn't deserve such shabby, baseless trash reporting. You guys and gals are really this desperate to fabricate such an absurd story. Shame on you, Miami New Times. Shame on you. I'm telling you, the people who are part of this Monger network really feel strongly about this article. Uh, yeah, apparently. Wow. I, and yes, I really do believe that there were people that were on the Monger Network who were taking time to write those comments. <laughs> By the way, uh, I guess this gives burnt ends a whole new meaning. <laughs> oh, hey. I was just thinking you were talking about barbecue. <laughs> Is that imagine, you know, it's like they have, have you ever seen the sushi deal where it's like a, they you like a girl comes and you eat oh, the sushi God, off yes. of her. Oh. What if you did that with barbecue? <laughs> yeah guess you could say that place would uh be doing brisket business oh, oh that, hey hey that's i'm sorry everybody yeah <laughs> all the puns yeah we were empty hey end of the year we emptied the <laughs> basket right yeah it's the it's the let me do this in the proper voice Ladies and gentlemen, it's the end of the year pun closeout. You can get puns 40% off. All the puns, we're clearing our 2013 inventory to make room for the 2014s. Act now, we're closing them down Sunday. That's that's excellent announcer voice. Really, it is. <laughs> I am I mean, professionally trained. Yes, I think that if, you know, if we could have you cut a promo for us about how you know, it's $15 a seat, but you'll only need the edge. <laughs> that would be, I think that would be special for all of us. <laughs> I always love those. Join us this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for a monster truck action. We'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. <laughs> I like it. I, I, I like it. I'm glad that you knew that the only person that would be doing that would be Monster Truck Rallies, too. I didn't have to say, yeah, the Monster Truck Rally, where they talk about how you'll only need the edge of your seat. But that's all that's ever going to say it. Yeah, because you don't see a whole lot of commercials around, like, uh, you know, uh, Fort Worth or something. It's like, come join us for the Bell Helicopter Armed Forces Bowl. We'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, wish, I wish they would, though. I'd be very entertained by it. But the thing the thing that I was actually going to ask you is, what's the last time you saw a full poll on television? Uh, God, <laughs> ages. <laughs> that's I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's been tough for the tractor pulls, man. They, well, <laughs> they, they've been forced off the main airwaves because ESPN went and got some better content. Yeah, maybe they should hit up CBS Sports Network because, you know, that way they could avoid showing leadoff for 18 hours a day. You know... <laughs> 
Have you ever been to a monster truck rally? Uh, I have not, but I've been to enough wrestling events to where that pretty much makes up for it. Okay, that's fair. I I mean, seeing the the crowd at a wrestling event is interesting. And you get a different (laughs) crowd for a Monday Night Raw versus a a pay-per-view as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, especially when you go to an ECW event and you're sitting behind some guy who's yelling at Tr- no, Tracy Smothers to, quote, kick that Jap's ass, unquote. That's always a good time. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, wow. 1999, back when we were a less tolerant uh, society. Gosh. That's, uh... You, uh, <laughs> as I let you recover from that, you, you mentioned the, uh, the holiday parties and everything. Well, you know, it's this, this year... This time of the year is a time when we gather together to celebrate Christmas and, uh, you know, get hammered with our coworkers for those who drink and everything. Well, uh, apparently the uh, good vibes were not flowing amongst these two coworkers. Uh, Dateline Deerfield, Florida. Investigators say bad blood over an Employee of the Month award at a South Florida Walmart store led to gunfire and criminal charges. Okay, now was it the story <laughs> where – hold on, though. No, I want to go back because we had a story uh, okay. a few weeks ago. Yeah, story yeah. a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I thought I, I want to say it was at a Kmart where one employee was like holding another one hostage under a desk or something. Oh no no no, this is different. This is different. No, it, I, I understand that it's different. What I'm what I'm wondering about is, um, you know, is there any opportunity for as good a pun as I made on that story where they talk about how I, you know, did he put her on layaway? Oh, that that was be- that was beautiful. That was one of the best ones we've had all year. And in, in the 15 <laughs> episodes of this program, that has got to be an absolute highlight. <laughs> so, uh, I, so I'm just hoping for more puns. That's the yeah, theme of the I'm, show. We want more puns. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to let you sharpen your pun game here. Okay. Uh, according to a Broward Sheriff's Office arrest report, last month's employee of the month at a Deerfield Beach Walmart store on South Military Trail had her car shot up by a coworker who was angry that she won the award. Uh, Willie Mitchell is charged with discharging a firearm from a vehicle. Uh, the Broward Sheriff's Office said surveillance video from a Walmart parking lot shows Mitchell parking next to a co-worker's car earlier in December. A few minutes later, investigators said Mitchell rolled down a back window, fired a shot into his co-worker's car, then drove off. The co-worker was not in her vehicle at the time. Uh, BSO spokesperson Vita Coleman-Wright said the shooting stemmed from some bad feelings after the victim won an Employee of the Month award. Uh, quote, she was announced as the employee of the month, which you would think that would be something good. People would be happy for her, Coleman Wright said. But there was one employee who wasn't happy, unquote. Now, burning question number one is, does this count as a drive-by shooting when he had parked the car? <laughs> oh, oh, wow. That was beautiful. Um, I, I have a lot of questions about this, actually. I mean, first of okay. all. First of all, like I, I really wish we could have any clue of what the backstory is between these two people. It's like you want employee of the month. I'm firing a round off into your car. Oh, we have uh, we have some of that. We have some of that. Do we? Oh, good. Yes, we I, I just was also wondering if they, you know, were big fans of employee of the month starring Dane Cook and yeah. what is it, Dax Shepard? I was gonna say I was wondering why he didn't go shoot up uh, Dane Cook and Jessica Simpson for making that ridiculous ass movie. Right, I mean, because that's it. Sounds like there's going to be some ridiculousness like that uh, that could oh, yes. cause some rivalry between Walmart employees. Uh, investigators say after the award was announced, Mitchell started arguing with the victim about their workload. The victim told detectives that quote during the argument, Mitchell told her repeatedly, "I'm going to show you." Unquote. 
Uh, hours later, Mitchell did just that. A witness told BSO that he spoke to Mitchell in his car while it was parked to the victim's car, parked next to the victim's car. The witness said Mitchell asked him if the victim was currently working, to which the witness replied yes. BSO said minutes later the shot was fired. Uh, <laughs> the victim did not want to speak on camera, but her, uh, her car window was shown to the local CBS affiliate, which has since been fixed. Uh, <laughs> investigators say they're still stumped on the motive for the shooting. Quote, perhaps Mitchell wanted to be employee of the month, but clearly these actions that we saw in response to this, I think we see why he wasn't chosen as employee of the month, unquote, Coleman Wright said. I think that's a very fair point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's, that's, you know, logic somehow coming into this. Is, I mean, that's good to, that's good to see. <laughs> you know, Sorry. We I finally just... reached some logic after, you know, however many inches of copy that we went through. I just happened to read my dad's comment saying, congratulations, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That's a good point. Uh, I can oh, only. Wow. The thing is, is you know that this person probably felt like they were being a total badass or something when they were oh, yeah. doing it. So I want to know if that – I mean that's something that they could have gone with. I'm just trying to think of other options. Um, do you, I mean do you think they got as terrible as – do you think this person was quick enough to come up with something actually good or they was like more like employee of the least? You know? <laughs> no, I bet he had regulate playing in his, in his car as he drove by. It's like 16 in the clip and one in the hole. Willie Mitchell's about to make some cars turn cold or something. You know, <laughs> Getting his own uh, lines in there. You know that had to happen. Maybe he turned on the start to, like, Nas's ether to get fired up. <laughs> it's made you look time, bitch. <laughs> that's so, you know, I mean, that's good. That's that's good that we, we know that he probably ha- – he got the right frame of mind. He had to get psyched up. He, uh, hey, she working? <laughs> See, he probably had his own theme music when he came out for the interview, you know, with the local press. He probably had Who Shot You playing in the background as he came out. <laughs> That would, that would be very amusing. Um, man, I, so over an employee of the month award, I mean, you got to feel like there's a lot more that we're not hearing about these people, though. I just don't think it was just from this one thing. I feel like there has to be some kind of ongoing rivalry that we're just not quite aware of um, because they even said they don't know the motive. So Believe it or not, though, it gets dumber. It gets dumber. There's more? Uh, a Walmart representative told CBS 4 News that Willie Mitchell no longer works for the company. The spokesperson I, also said that the employee of the month does not receive any money or gifts, just a recognition from the store. Wait, why did they <laughs> fire why did they fire Willie? Uh, well, he fired into her car and they fired him, I guess. What? Oh, <laughs> man. He's just passionate about his work, obviously. <laughs> I guess you could say Milton in Office Space was passionate about his work, too. He's passionate about his work. (laughs) I wanted that Employee of the Month award. I'm the best employee here, and I'm willing to shoot someone's car to show it. This is is total clown show, but I love it. This is is probably the best thing we've ever done. Of course, our (laughs) listeners don't agree with it, but what the hell? (laughs) We're having fun. (laughs) Clowns get to laugh. That's all that matters. This is a show about us anyway. (laughs) <laughs> uh, deputies say a newborn baby initially thought to be abandoned outside a Volusia County, Florida convenience store was actually left there by the man reporting who reported finding the infant there naked and wrapped in newspaper. Naked and wrapped in newspaper. Yes. That's um, I mean, all that ink's going to get on the child's skin and if it gets in there, that'd be bad for the baby. So well, Hope they got it some clothes. Hopefully he wrapped it in the in the uh, sports section so he could piss on Dan Levitard's writing. Oh, oh, yeah. 
Oh, man. Uh, Ralph, <laughs> Ralph Garlic Jr. had told deputies he heard the sound of a baby crying and discovered the infant girl around 2.30 a.m. Monday outside the DeBerry Food Mart on South Charles R. Beale Boulevard. Uh, deputies say Garlic later admitted uh, he lied about finding the baby. They say he eventually told investigators his girlfriend had given birth to the child earlier that morning at the Oak Shade Apartments in Orange City. Uh, I mean, this, this is just one of these things that just makes me shake my head and not in one of those, oh, this is amusing kind of ways, but this really kind of disgusts me. Uh, I, well, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to read the last sentence that I want to read here. There's there's a lot more of it if you really want to read the rest of the story, but I'm just going to read this. Uh, Garlic, age 53, told deputies he is not the baby's father, but he was trying to bring the baby to a safe location because his girlfriend didn't want to keep the baby. Um, so a safe location <laughs> wouldn't be with some sort of organization, adoption agency, something of that nature. Instead, the safe place is in front of a convenience store. <laughs> yeah, man, you gotta get your Slurpee on afterwards. You can just roll in there and get a Slurpee and a Slim Jim, and eh, I'm get rid of this baby too. I'm just gonna leave this baby here, and uh, I'll just walk off with my Fody, and uh... <laughs> I, uh, I'm gonna send you the mug too. You can you can look at the mug and enjoy Very that. Scared right now. <laughs> You should be. You absolutely should be. Dude, it's like a. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going with I'm going with a very underfed Alan Rickman. Uh, see, I was going with Adrian Brody in about ten years. Yeah. Okay. I see where you're going with that. But you see where I'm going with like the. <laughs> it's like the disdained look of Alan Rickman, but just beaten down by life and about thirty-five pounds underweight. Yeah. So kind of like he was in Starship Troopers. Or whatever that movie was, the not that one. Um, oh hell, the Tim Allen movie, the whatever it is. Santa all the way. No, 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 no. The <laughs> the, the one non-Santa movie he made, the the one where they were making fun of, uh, you know, the side. Oh right, yeah, where like Sigourney Weaver was his wife and yeah and stuff. No, I'm I'm not at all ashamed for not knowing the name of a sci-fi movie. I know I know that a lot of you out there look, uh, watch it, but sorry, I'm I am not our uh, our best friend Julie. I don't watch enough. Doctor Who and sci-fi and all that stuff to pay attention. I don't feel like I should be ever ashamed of not knowing the name of some Tim Allen project. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 Galaxy Quest. That's what it was. Uh, yes, I I remember seeing the ads. Never saw the movie, though. Yeah, Starship Troopers had a bunch of naked people. Galaxy Quest had Tim Allen. I, I totally see where I could confuse those two. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. Uh, Dateline Sanford, Florida. Police arrested a man for exposing himself inside a local department store while following a customer. You know, the problem with with the ones involving that inside is they're never, ever going to be able to top the couple that got it on in a tent at 830 in the morning. Yeah, yeah, true. That one, I I just don't see how you're going to better that. It uh, it was caught on video inside the Beale store across from the Seminole Town Center in Sanford on December 6th. From the start of the security video... It is obvious the man on the video does not want to get caught doing something very wrong. He's seen looking around, lowering his hand, and then hiding behind a rack of clothes. Oh, God. Uh, a woman... <laughs> oh, man, okay. This cardigan. I, I, had, really a very, I had a really clear like <laughs> vision of him on this like black and white security tape following along <laughs> and like poking his head out from behind an aisle. <laughs> You know, looking at someone like, you know, oh, oh God, um, a uh, a woman walks past him unaware of what he was doing. Then he steps into view of the camera and it becomes quite obvious what was going on. Uh, 
Police arrested Dwight Eddington for indecent exposure after the store security guard told authorities the suspect, quote, appeared to have been following a customer inside the store while touching himself, unquote. You know, I know that thrill of the chase is uh, something that <laughs> is, uh, humans is something that can be very appealing to us, can be a huge turn on. H- however, if. It's more just about the fact that he saw an attractive woman and decided that he just needed to uh, stroke it a little bit. Um, I would, get, again, direct him towards the Internet. I really would. I um, I really believe that you probably could not only find pictures of someone who looks like that, but probably find a picture of that person somehow if you were a big enough creep. And, uh, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff out there to, to try to get this job done for you. I just don't understand why we still have people doing this. Eddington was breached by Channel 6 Orlando, uh, but oh, <laughs> had good. nothing to say. He told Why? police, he told police though, that he denied touching himself and said he, quote, had an itchy penis and had to expose himself in order to scratch it, unquote. That's almost as good as the guy who wanted to just give it some air. <laughs> I needed to air it out and I needed to give it some air. Yeah, there's, uh, yes. nothing quite like an, Itchy dong, it'll get you every time. Yeah, well, that's probably the name of the episode. (laughs) (laughs) What, just the itchy dong, or there's nothing quite like an itchy dong? There's nothing quite like an itchy dong. (laughs) I think it's better. (laughs) I think it's better. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, and Jerry says, let's see how I can impress this woman. Oh, yeah, I'll just whip it out. Yes, that is a good strategy. That's a bold strategy, but, uh, you know, you never know. That's a bold move, Cotton. It is. Uh, Usually, you want to try to let the woman take the lead in terms of taking <laughs> taking the, the penis out. Just a thought, um, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe at least for the first time. I uh, I mentioned say. I would have some parenting advice for you since you're newly engaged. Uh, here's this: Dateline Ocala deputies in Marion County said a woman had her two young children with her when she took part in an armed robbery on Wednesday. Look, now they're accomplices. You've ruined their life, too. It's not cool. <laughs> the uh, the Marion County Sheriff's Office said the robbery happened around 1230 a.m. along Northeast 13th Street in Ocala. What, you couldn't get a sitter while you went to commit a felony? Yeah, I mean, come on. Obviously, if your score comes through, then you'd be able to afford the babysitters. <laughs> That's just poor planning. I mean, you, you got to cash in a favor before you go out and commit armed robbery. Yeah, something. Let's go. Uh, deputies said Danielle Johnson, 20, Matthew Allison Thomas, 18, Christian Trudell, 19, and a juvenile, all of Ocala, were in a truck along with Johnson's two young children when they arrived at the home they allegedly robbed. Detectives said the victim told them Thomas and the juvenile got out of the truck and robbed them while holding a gun on them, sometimes pointing the gun directly at the head of one of the victims. The victims told deputies the suspects took cash, marijuana, and a paintball gun. Well, they just went for the essentials, obviously. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had a go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> they just they, they What I don't understand is why this mother didn't take advantage of the fact that if she needed a safe place to leave her kids, we all know that she could just leave them in front of the convenience store. Yeah, and of course, you know, she could probably come back and pick them up later. <laughs> exactly. Just wrap them in newspaper, and they're good. <laughs> We're gonna go out and rob these people for their weed and their paintball gun. 60% of the time, it works every time. Every time. <laughs> of course, this is where they didn't really 
plan. Uh, investigators said the victims recognized Johnson, and later that day, all four suspects were arrested and charged with robbery with a firearm. So not only did she go out with her young kids in, on an armed robbery, she didn't think to cover her face, and she robbed people who knew her. Um, <laughs> that's, that's astoundingly good when it comes to dumb criminal level. I mean, if, if we had a dumb criminal ranking, that would rank very highly. Uh, yes, absolutely. Uh, because obviously this is a target that she knew something about. Uh, yeah. She knew there was going to be cash and weed and paintball guns. Well, you got to so, scout. You got to scout. Right. Oh, I'm not. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do your homework. What I'm saying <laughs> is that if you're going to do this to someone you know, you might need to take some precautions. They might not have a problem turning you over to police when you know you rob them. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I mean i don't otherwise they didn't really do much wrong in this scenario there's um there's this next story dateline newport richie a man was tased after police said he became violent in a motel lobby in pasco county now that's that's enough just hearing that is enough but there's a lot more uh the incident happened late tuesday morning in the lobby of the riverside inn on us 19 in newport richie police said a man walking down the sidewalk punched another man who just happened to be passing by at the same time. The victim called police for help, so okay, he's already tried to play the knockout game on one person. Uh, meanwhile, police said the man's erratic behavior continued as he walked down the highway and into the lobby of the motel. Once inside, police said the man became outraged and began shouting that he knew country music star Carrie Underwood. He refused to calm down and was stunned with a taser. You ought to be stunned with a taser for listening to her music. I just want to know if he's related to the man who has a Dodge Stratus. <laughs> <laughs> I know Carrie Underwood! I'll smack you in the mouth. I'm Neil Diamond. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can picture that, though, is basically is Will Ferrell playing this guy right now. Uh, officials said the man lost consciousness after being tased and was rushed to the hospital. Uh, Stephanie Buono, who was staying at the motel, described a scene in the lobby just after police arrived. Oh, this ought to be incredible. Uh, I saw the guy. He was shirtless, yelling about Carrie Underwood, his mom, and walking backwards. And the officer was walking toward him, and he was screaming and yelling. That's the best description of anything I've ever heard in my life. Shirtless, <laughs> screaming about Carrie Underwood and his mom, walking backwards while the policeman <laughs> walked for toward him. Screaming and yelling. <laughs> screaming and yelling. That's good. I mean, that's if you want to make this show like that guy is a first round pick. <laughs> oh, God. It's a good thing it wasn't Taylor Swift. He was screaming about she would have written a song about him. That would have been maybe some of her most heartfelt work. <sighs> so I'll uh, I'll allow you to decide where we go from here. Do you want to talk about uh, Christmas festivities or Christmas presents? Uh, presents. Dateline Marion Township. Somebody won't get their Christmas presents this year. A Florida man's behind bars after police said he was caught in Marion Township transporting about 20 pounds of marijuana in large boxes wrapped as Christmas presents. That would be a present to some people. <laughs> Best present ever. Randy Jesus Valdivia, 36, or 38, sorry, of Surfside, Florida, was pulled over by state police during a traffic stop on Interstate 80, at mile marker 161 in Marion Township at 4.34 p.m. Thursday. This might not be in Florida, anyway. 
according to state police at Rockview, police said they observed criminal activity indicators, and they asked Valdivia for his consent to search his 2014 Dodge Caravan. Well, see, that's that's where you messed up there. You don't do something to call attention to yourself in a caravan, dumbass. No. Uh, no. Uh, the other thing I was going to say, though, real quickly, was that uh, one of those names really didn't sound like the others. <laughs> Randy yeah, Jorge Jesus Valadilla. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> it's like, uh, <laughs> my name is... <laughs> it's like the Indian uh, guy you talk to on tech support, you know, whose name is John. <laughs> You're like, your name's not John. Bob Jorge Castro. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Uh, they opened the presents and inside found 40 individually wrapped vacuum sealed plastic bags containing marijuana. Police said the street value was $160,000. He was charged with possession with intent to deliver, which is a felony and transported to the center County correction facility for arraignment. So there's uh there's that. Well, uh, you know, I mean, the, bar, the, the good thing though, is it's since he vacuum packed it, it stays fresh. So that's good. I, uh, I have a couple of quick things to get to, and then, then we'll, uh, we'll wind down the, did that make error for the year? Because we have sports matters coming up after this, and we wouldn't want to take any time away from that. Um, Dateline, Fargo, North Dakota. Local resident Todd Fox has been detained for reckless endangerment and illegal use of high-powered fire-breathing weaponry for attacking snow with his flamethrower. Go on. Uh, I'm just excited. Fox reportedly became so fed up with the week-long blowing snow epidemic that he decided to take matters into his own hands. The neighborhood was treated with quite a show last night as Fox unleashed an inferno upon the snow palace that was his front yard. Neighbors to his immediate right and left noticed a bright orange cloud and could hear what they thought was, quote, Puff the Magic Dragon spewing mayhem all over hell, unquote, which prompted one of them to notify the police. My gosh, so what novelist do they live next door to? <laughs> Fox stated that he was simply, quote, fed up with battling the elements, unquote, and that he did not possess the willpower necessary to move, quote, Four billion tons of white bull bleep, unquote. How, many, how much <laughs> snow would you have to move? Four billion tons. <laughs> That's not hyperbolic at all. No. Uh, but funny. I, I don't I'm just stuck on the person who came up with the looked like Puff the Magic Dragon spewing fire breathing hell. Uh, yeah, um, I don't That's know. That's a very maybe, good description. Maybe they just read Fifty Shades of Grey or something. Maybe, yeah, they were all like, oh, obviously they were hot and bothered then. Uh, police say that Fox surrendered his efforts immediately upon their arrival and that his front yard, quote, looked like a hydrogen bomb had gone off, unquote. They think he was just happy to be done with snow removal, even if it did mean that he had to take a trip to jail. Now, the thing is, is what does a, I mean, a hydrogen bomb look like? Uh, I have no idea, and I don't want to know. really wet? I mean, I... <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Again, whoever wrote the copy on this one, I just want to know when you banged out looks like a hydrogen bomb went off. Like, who, who thought that was a good description? Uh, the next to last story of the year. And uh, actually, I think we might have one more. I'll see. But uh, yeah, we have we have uh, three more things this year. So they'll be quick. Uh, Dateline New Orleans, a woman who allegedly slipped on pork blood in the meat aisle of a corporate grocery store has filed suit. Mary Pitts, yeah. uh, Mary Pitts filed suit against Winn-Dixie, of course, in the Orleans Parish Civil District Court on October 18th. The suit states that on October 22nd, 2012, so she waited almost a year, the plaintiff was shopping with her son at the Winn-Dixie on Chopatula Street in New Orleans. When she was in the back of the store looking at meat, she slipped but then caught herself on what she later learned was pork blood on the floor, according to the suit. 
She was able to break her fall before striking the ground, but nevertheless sustained injuries to her right leg and right knee, the suit claims. When Dixie is accused of failing to clean up blood on the floor, failing to properly wrap meat so that blood did not leak out, failing to have a regular inspection of its floors, and failing to have mats down so that any spills could be picked up, the plaintiff seeks an unspecified amount in damages for physical pain, mental anguish, medical expenses, lost wages, and loss of enjoyment of life. What did Win Dixie do to us? Or you, I guess I should ask, because they've made the program twice now? <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, I don't know. That's that's a good one. <laughs> Slipped on beef blood. I mean, you know, not as good as the woman who got a bag dropped on her toe dying. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, um, I'm, I'm almost ashamed good. I read that story. Which? The the woman dropping stuff on her toe and dying. I felt that bad was, about that. That was crazy, though. It was just so – I mean, talk about a freak occurrence. We're, uh, we're going to close out the program with two Christmas stories. Dateline Lafayette, Louisiana. Clad in a festive costume, a man was arrested in a traffic stop on suspicion of being intoxicated, according to Lafayette police. Lafayette police said a man identified as 34-year-old Brandon Touche, nice name, was dressed as Buddy the Elf from the popular Christmas movie Elf when he was pulled over in a traffic stop at about 2.35 a.m. Tuesday. He was pulled over when officers said he was going 60 in a 40 zone. According to police, Touche couldn't keep his balance after getting out of his vehicle. Touche's eyes were bloodshot and his speech was slurred, according to KATC Television. Touche registered a blood alcohol level of .124 when he submitted to a breathalyzer test, according to cops. Touche was charged with operating while intoxicated and excessive speeding. He was then released on a $1,500 bond. When asked what he had been drinking that night, he just responded, The world's best cup of coffee! (laughs) See, (laughs) I can just picture this now. You know, some some uh, people drive by with a kid in their car and they see an elf getting arrested. Monty, why is that evil policeman arresting that elf? How's he going to deliver my presents this year? <laughs> that would be a scary image for a child. Uh, but I would then in turn ask the parents, what, what are you doing driving your kid around at 2.30 in the morning? Uh, they could be on a cross-country trip somewhere. Who knows? Maybe. that's Yeah, that's true. Maybe the Griswolds are uh, piling in the family truckster one more time. Uh, no worries, son. No, that's not an elf. Uh, that's just a drunken a-hole. Yeah. So uh, there is no better way to end the program. Episode 15, our first full year, really, kind of, of Did That Make Air, which, by the way, has been a breath of fresh air for me in doing this program. It's It's been uh, awesome. Uh, but no, none of the sappy stuff. There's no better way than to close this with Flora Derp and Rednecks in the same story. I think that's only appropriate. Dateline Chumukla, Florida. Yes, Chumukla, Florida. That's a real place. Despite a forecast that called for more rain than reindeer. Huh, uh. huh, uh, huh, uh, uh, uh. I just wonder if we really kept track of these, like the labored intro of the week, what would be the most labored intro that we found from all these stories? We're, we're going to do that in 2014. Write that down. I have to do that, yeah. Uh, thousands still found their way to the tiny community of Chamukla for the town's 19th annual Redneck Christmas Parade Saturday. A shower passed through the, through the area about an hour before the 1 p.m. start of the parade, but otherwise attendees stayed dry and festive for the annual celebration of rednecks and the birth of Christ. <laughs> okay, um, now you have not read this entire copy yet, correct? <laughs> no, I have not. Okay, so if you are setting odds on the uh, appearance of the term blackface before the end of the article, where would you place those odds? Uh, I'm going to say probably 10 to 1. Wow, I, I was thinking much shorter. I was thinking like <laughs> 4 to 1, maybe. 
dude, if, if Buddy Lee Phillips could talk, I'd have him read this story, but he's, he's kind of having some pipes problems. So well, I'm... you know, he smokes because, yeah. I mean, he smokes the non-filters because the filters are where they, you know, that's where they put the poison. Yeah, exactly. So, it's it's yeah. where all the uh, all the government monitoring is. Yeah. Uh, I had friends who were supposed to be in the parade, said Matthew Crothers of Pensacola. They canceled because of the 80% chance of rain, but the rest of us are out here having a great time. The people who did participate in the parade rolled through on cars, trucks, horses, and toilets. Or on floats pulled by one of the above. Oh, there's got to be a joke about floats and toilets in the same sentence. Oh, yeah. Hey! (laughs) Uh, Santa rode through on the first float an Allentown fire truck, followed by several impersonators wearing all manner of camouflage cowboy hats and other redneck gear. See, if you're doing the redneck Christmas festival, how are you getting 80% of people canceling because of rain? That's a good question. If you're out on a hunt, you just like, oh, it's raining. Let's pack it in. No. <laughs> Got to be dedicated to your craft, man. So, Come on. I'm just saying, if there would be any group um, that I would think would have the proper rain gear or outdoor gear to be outside in a little bit of rain, it would probably be rednecks. Am I wrong with uh, that assumption? Uh, no, you're you're all over it. And so, of course, the uh, the photos have uh, have people drinking Bud Light. Of course they do. Why wouldn't they? The uh, parade was noticeably shorter than last year when Bonfire Jam added rodeo events and performances by country music stars Jana Kramer, Gretchen Wilson, and Clay Walker, stars, to the parade weekend schedule. See, I I figured that most of these people were going to say that the parade was noticeably shorter than last year because the participants were in jail. Oh, a reasonable assumption. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, they they had some of the floats included the crew of Badonkadonk. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, the... The winner of the uh, beauty pageant was labeled the Mud Mistress. Mm, that's a just a coveted crown. Yeah. But, yeah. Mud uh, Mistress? Yeah, M-U-D-D, too. Oh, well, you know, perfect for the rednecks. <laughs> Spell it wrong. Uh, that's good. I, I mean, I thought that, like, how did that ever become a spelling of mud? Uh, probably Puddle of Mud. Well, yeah, but I mean, people seem to sp- like because one of the announcers that I used to work with, his nickname was Mud, and yeah, people would write his name on his, uh, you know, on the the his announce box where you know the, his headset would be plugged into, and all the time people would write it M U D D, and he would speak. Look, it's one D. The only thing, <laughs> the thing that I know of that has a name that's spelled M U D D is like the girls' jeans company. It's twice as dirty. It's mud with two Ds. So yeah, I, I don't know. I've never understood that. Well, maybe the uh, maybe the mud mistress, maybe uh, maybe she's got double Ds. So maybe that's what brought oh, that on. Oh, maybe. Yeah. That would be clever wordplay right there. So, honestly, after telling you a story of a redneck parade in Florida, we cannot go anywhere further with the program from here. That that's about the most perfect end we could possibly come up with. So uh, for those of you on the live side, we have Sports Matters coming up next. For those of you who are listening to this on the recorded side, thank you for giving us a shot through 15 episodes of this. Uh, it's been a hell of a lot of fun, and it's only going to get more fun next next year. And, uh, Ed, I know I'll tell you this at the end of Sports Matters and stuff, too, but uh, Merry Christmas and Happy Birthday to you. I know your birthday's coming up in three days. So uh, congratulations again on uh, on your great news, and enjoy your birthday, and try to remember at least some of it to tell me about later. Yes, I absolutely will. 
and uh, Brian, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you as well. And uh, it's been a lot of fun doing this show, and uh, I think the only thing that we can agree on is it'll probably get more ridiculous as it goes on, um, which seems hard to believe, but I'm sure we'll find a way. And there's no better way to do it. And uh, on that note, this has been Did That Make Air, Episode 15, and the end of the year for 2013. We'll see you back here in 2014. Everybody, we wish you the merriest of Christmases, the happiest of holidays, and uh, enjoy your time with your family. And uh, we'll see you back here next year to make fun of more people and to continue to overpromise and underdeliver. 